Welcome to the new episode of Sportsy, Let's Aim Sports. Today we have with us a diversity and inclusion expert, a clinical psychologist, educationist, researcher, founder of Adventure Beyond Barrier Foundation, Divine Shuganatra. Adventure Beyond Barrier Foundation is a non-profit organization committed to spreading awareness was established out of Pune in India. Divine works a lot on getting that inclusivity and using adventure sports as a mechanism towards bringing people together. Please welcome India's first solo blind pilot, trekker, a mountaineer, a scuba diver, a marathoner, and the first blind pillion cyclist to ride from Manali to Khardung, LA, the highest motorable road in the world, Divanchu Ganatra. Hi, Divanchu. It's great to have you on Sports C. Let's aim sports. And I'm so privileged to have you here uh, on, our, uh, on, the, on this talk show where we get to talk to a lot of sports people, a lot of athletes. A uh, lot of people in the ecosystem, but uh, believe me, never had a chance to uh, get somebody from the adventure sports and uh, that to uh, somebody who is into diversity and inclusion uh, ex- with the expertise of diversity and inclusion. Uh, and as a profession, you are also a clinical psychologist, educationist, researcher, I think the list goes on. But uh, what, what I want to talk to you about is about the whole adventure beyond barrier and what Divan Shuganatra is dreaming about and what made him start the Adventure Beyond Barrier Foundation and the work that is happening towards adventure sports beyond boundaries uh, for uh, able, disabled, everybody to enjoy that uh, thing, make a career out of it or potentially start a uh, probably not career, but at least have a participation level, increase, give the expo- exposure to everybody that they need and spread the awareness. So uh, Divan Shuganatra, I'm really looking forward to this chat with you. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you for having me. Yes. So, uh, Divanchu, I think uh, my first question uh, immediately is, uh, what is Adventure Beyond Barriers? So, and how did you actually come up with this concept uh, of starting this? Okay. So, uh, Adventures Beyond Barriers Foundation is a not-for-profit. We started about uh, eight years ago now, in 2014. Mm-hmm. And... The focus of the organization is largely on disability inclusion and empowerment. And the tool or method we use to do that is to adventure and outdoor sports. Now, how do all of these things come together? Why why use this as a tool? Why not something else? Uh, What do we mean by disability inclusion? So um, to give you a brief context to the the kind of work that we do is, is for the disability community and especially in India, we're 200 million people with disability in this country, but you don't see us. You don't see us at any um, workspaces, schools, um, leisure, recreation, cinema houses, restaurants. You just don't see us. So this is one of the largest uh, minority communities in the world. And what happens with this invisibility is that With it, it brings a lot of stereotypes, biases, and people just don't know anything about this community. And and all that people know is a lot of misconceptions. And uh, how do we, uh, if if you look at, if you ask people with disability, what's the biggest challenge that they face? It's not really the disability per se, Mm -hmm. but the attitudinal barriers that we face 
that become the real challenge. Now, if you want to change the attitudes or beliefs in the mainstream society, in the mainstream world, to me, there is no better way than through sport, through adventure sport, uh, get people with and without disability to go climb mountains, go scuba dive, go fly, go cycle around the world, go run marathons together, do everything that the world considers impossible, irrespective for whether you're an abled or disabled person. An average person thinks all of these are impossible things. You need to be a, some kind of a pro athlete to do all of these things. And, and my belief is just the opposite. Anybody can do it. And while they play together, while they engage in adventure sports, they also get to know one another. They build friendships, it builds empathy, dialogue. And it is this that brings about social change because the people who come and participate, the people who come and play together are CEOs and MDs and architects and education heads, or uh, uh, they're from different walks of life and they go back in, and, and using their own sphere of influence, bring about change. So they hire people with disability, they build uh, buildings that are more accessible, they um, open education institutes for people with disability to make it more inclusive. And, and that's um, social change, real social change at the grassroots level, at a fundamental level, at an organic level. And of course, while we're doing this, it also, gives an opportunity for people with disability to participate in adventure sports, which traditionally they have been kept out of with this notion that how can somebody with a disability go climb mountains? How can somebody who's a quadriplegic uh, do scuba diving? So we're creating these opportunities, these experiences um, for people with disability, creating this ecosystem around the country so that uh, more and more people can come out and participate. And that visibility will also bring about social change. So <laughs> that, I think, uh, I think, that's how it all started. That's how it all came about. Wow. And I think it is, it's, I, I think, I think the one thing really struck me is what you spoke about the invisible being invisible. I think mm -hmm. that is something it's not, it doesn't need sympathy. It needs the, the equality uh, to make sure things uh, do get happen. And uh, I have got a opportunity to host so many amazing athletes, uh, para-athletes, paraplegic athletes on my channel started with the first year I had Mansi Joshi with me. Sure. Uh, my first year anniversary was with Dr. Deepa Malik, who is a, a president of uh, the Paralympic Committee of India. And uh, the first uh, first woman, para, para, Paralympian woman to win a medal. So uh, it is, uh, what we get to hear is from everybody is the, just the grit and determination. Nobody's talking about the, uh, nobody wants talking about the, the, the disability that they have. It's about all about the mental toughness and just looking for the opportunity to be equal. I think that is something uh, just even echoes the voice that you, what echoes what you also mentioned uh, just a few minutes back. But, uh, and it is very easy for anybody with the able, able body to take life for granted. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm guilty as charged, right? It is taking, you take things for granted and uh, which we don't even know, right? Uh, uh, but, Somebody like you who actually uh, had, uh, you were normal for till age, till your teens and at the age of 19, you actually uh, lost your eyesight uh, due, to a, due to a disease, right? Uh, and uh, beyond that, the whole life shift happened. What actually goes through a mind uh, that time? Because see, a lot of people will lose hope. 
but i think you you were just uh, rose like a, a phoenix and uh, beyond that a lot of things that you did it's like we'll we'll talk about the the whole kanchan uh, like kanchanjunga and kilimanjaro and all those things but what actually was the determination for you to uh, get back on on to the life and till the time you started uh, adventure beyond barriers um so couple of things said um uh, like you said you know you didn't know anybody right but uh, and 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 this is not about blame uh, i don't blame the mainstream community or uh, mainstream uh, people they're not bad they're not they're, they're good people they, they're not like wanting to do evil it's just that they don't know and they don't know because they've never interacted they've never had an opportunity to interact they've never had an opportunity to have friends uh, with the, with a disability uh I, and and i say that from my own personal experience that until 19 until i woke up blind one morning uh i didn't know a single person with disability and and that was one of the seeds that why didn't i know anybody till 19 why did i have to wait until i became one to know somebody right and and that stayed with me the second thing that really stayed with me was that i've always been somebody who's loved the outdoors i really believe that outdoors is the best teacher and i love climbing mountains i love jumping into water and rivers and lakes and seas and all kinds of things i love cycling but when i went blind that was all taken away there was nothing um 20 years ago there was nothing in this country even now there is very little but back then it was even harder so there were no opportunities there were that was the big challenge that there was a huge mindset issue in the mainstream community even today if you see me going up for a trek you'll you will have people asking my friends why have you brought him here he's blind why what are you doing and they're like we don't know he's got us along <laughs> these, these oh, things wow. remain these things remain and uh, so this is what these were some of my experiences that led me to um to doing what i'm doing and for me it's it's not just about doing this for myself for me the greatest joy is in helping others do the same in creating opportunities such that they can also participate they can also do the same and i can be a witness to that transformation i think there is no greater joy to me than to be a testament to witness this change in transformation because i also recognize my privilege so the names you mentioned mansi joshi deepa malik myself many others we are all privileged we are not representative representative of the disability community right we are we are the top top 10 percentile of the very very top of the disability community just because of our privileges just because of the resources we have mm-hmm. and let's not forget that let's not forget that the that out of Hundred, then ninety others who have probably even greater potential than all of us put together, but just don't have the means. Eighty percent right. of people with disability come from extremely disadvantaged backgrounds. So while there is immense talent and immense potential, it doesn't flourish. It doesn't blossom simply because of all the kind of um hoops that they have to jump through which is just impossible mm-hmm. so i wouldn't be here mansi or deepa malik wouldn't be what we are if it wasn't for our privilege and to recognize that 
And, and two, once you recognize that, then it's our duty to do the hard work. Yeah. We have to do the hard work. That's just, just plain duty. You just plain what it, you, it, you meant to do that. That's it. That's how I see myself. That's how I see my work. Mm-hmm. I don't see it as social service. There's nothing called social service. One, I'm helping myself by helping my community. I'm helping myself by making this world more inclusive. And three, it's my duty to do. Simple as that. And I love what I do. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you can change the world while you're playing, wouldn't that be amazing? Exactly. And uh, yeah, even uh, even the, the one of the greatest lines that I have always come across is uh, Nelson Mandela. Uh, yes. Yes. making a change uh, is the one language that everybody understands. Absolutely. And, and I am deeply inspired by Nelson Mandela. If you could unite a country through sport, yeah. then this should be much more easier, right? Because then when he was trying, during the apartheid, he was trying to unite a country that hated each other. Yeah. At least we are starting off on a point where you don't hate me, you yeah. simply sympathize or pity me or you don't know me. That's all. You don't hate me. So that's that's easier, right? Yeah. This sport can not just unite people, it can inspire people, it can bring hope. No better tool than, than just uh, than just playing together because you can discover so much about an individual in an hour of play than a year of conversation. Yeah, for, for sure. And as, as they say, right, the sports is the greatest feature and probably sports field is the greatest classroom that you can ever get. Uh, and uh, so, uh, when, while we talk about that, I get to, as I said, I, get, I got to host the Mansi, Dr. Deepa Malik, uh, Pooja Agarwal, who is a, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who is a shooter, uh, uh, triple amputee shooter, and then Neeraj, Neeraj Yadav, who is a javelin uh, thrower, uh, Ankur Dhamma, uh, who is a blind runner, uh, Olympian blind runner. So all those things when I talk about, everybody has used sports as, uh, uh, they, they say the sports helped us bounce back and uh, look at something else. But you took that thing to next level. It's not only sports, it's adventure sports. So what is that? You're, beyond your personal liking uh, about adventure sports, why did you think of adventure sports to uh, start your adventure beyond barriers? Because it's, <laughs> it's impossible. And I I love challenges and and there's no better way to to shatter stereotypes than by, uh, I mean, that's the best way to shatter stereotypes, right? You pick up something that the world considers is impossible and then you make it so easy that anybody can do it, it becomes a norm. Yeah, but uh, see, it, one side doing talking about it, and other side you're doing it yourself, like 500 kilometer tandem biker from Manali to Kardung, uh, the, one of the toughest or long, the highest road, uh, mm-hmm. climbing Kilimanjaro, uh, being a first solo blind pilot, trekker, mountaineer, scuba diver. I think it it is a big list of all the adventures uh, with with you and. When you talk about inclusiveness, what kind of the biggest challenges that you get to hear uh, with the people who want to be with you uh, to, to explore those challenges, adventures? So I just want to talk about the, what inclusiveness means to you and how do you uh, uh, give confidence to people who really want to do it for the first time? So what does inclusion really mean? So uh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's 
an interesting question said, because in India, especially, especially in India, if you look at it, um, diversity is a given, right? I mean, you pick a, pick any random 100 people, any random 100, 100 people, and you will see so much of diversity uh, of race, culture, religion, language, gender, uh, all kinds of diversity. What then is the problem with so much of diversity and all of that? But all we've been taught all our life is to tolerate one another, you know? We are asked to tolerate differences. And the problem with tolerating differences is that you're just bearing somebody until tomorrow. We haven't really been inculcated with, with acceptance, true acceptance, because that is inclusion. Inclusion is, is not just inviting somebody to a party, it's about inviting them to dance. Right. It's about celebrating these differences. And I think somewhere along the line, we've forgotten to celebrate these differences. Mm -hmm. And we all we notice is these differences that you're a man, you're a woman, you're a 70-year-old, you're a 15-year-old, you're a transgender, you're blind, you're able-bodied. These are differences. Now, they're just what they are. They're what, they are what makes us who we are. But when you're discriminated bases one certain characteristic, then, then it just you just keep going backwards. But I dream of a world where nobody's left behind. That's my dream, where nobody's left behind. Where we create a world such that we create equal opportunities for everybody. Because after that, it's a fair game. But at least create equal opportunities, equal participation. Mm -hmm. And when you when you do that, then you really are are helping the most vulnerable, helping the, the most at the bottom of the pyramid get a chance at life. Interesting. Yeah. And 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 I guess I guess that's uh, fundamentally what inclusion really means. And there is no better way uh, than adventure sport because again. Adventure sport has elements which are very, very beautiful. One, they really um, help you connect to yourself. You really have to look out for your team members because you, you're trusting each other with your life, right? It, it's not like playing chess. You're not going to die, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Uh, and, and, and those are traditionally what is expected that, oh, you're blind, you must be playing chess, or I know somebody who plays chess. Great, there's nothing wrong with playing chess, but can we think beyond? Why are we boxing somebody who's blind into playing chess or doing music or uh, running track and field? There's nothing wrong with track and field, but those are, those are very individual sports. Adventure sport, when you do adventure sport, it's a team sport. There is no adventure sport where you do it just by yourself. There's a whole team. Even when you're flying, there's a whole team looking out for you. Even when you're mountaineering, there's a whole team. There's, there's, you're looking out for one another. You become a family. And you get to know one another like you will never know each other ever again. Yeah. Those, whatever time you spend with each other, five days, 10 days, seven days, one day, you really get to know one another because your life depends on it. So that's, that's the beauty of adventure sport. 
and, and uh, there is no competition you only compete with yourself right so and and i think that is what uh, when you spoke about inclusiveness and being ad- about adventure it's about you're competing with yourself and i think something that i read about uh, amitabh bachchan talking about it uh, tweeting about your energy and your zeal is like his faith is what drives him forward uh, i think that is something is is a big testimonial for from the from the person who who is a big ambassador for a lot of activities in 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 india but it it is it is not only about just making endorsing what he, what he believes in or what you believes in uh, to take it forward it's about making it happen uh, so you have had so many different uh, adventures for yourself uh, which is one of those adventures like uh, it could be uh, kilimanjaro it could be uh, kanchenjunga it could be tandem biking or or being a so- solo pilot right mm-hmm. so with all those things what have been your biggest thing uh, to break the barrier uh, for yourself at the same time what were, what kind of learning that if you take some categories like trekking mountaining all those things what kind of learning that you actually get every time you are there to do something um interestingly each each one of these adventures has its own unique challenges uh, its own unique set of problems to overcome uh, if you ask me what has been my biggest closest to heart it's really yeah. been flying because that was a dream i've had since my childhood um that's that's something that is really conditioned into you that you can't be a pilot and mm-hmm. then you just happen to be blind and you still want to be a pilot <laughs> so uh but the, but but again uh one it was harder to find an instructor who would believe that was the bigger challenge it took me 7 years to find somebody who would believe and say if you dream this then it's possible mm-hmm. flying is easy flying is super easy and and to me that experience is 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 really incredible when you're up there in the big blue sky it it is an incredible experience you live many 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 lifetimes you live in eternity and 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 to me that that's one of the most beautiful things uh but at the same time every extreme adventure sport every adventure sport teaches you to get in touch with yourself it teaches you to it teaches you a certain amount of discipline it teaches you about um mindset it really really helps you focus your mindset it really helps you focus on your mind um it teaches you to live in the moment be present in the here and now mm-hmm. it teaches you to leave your baggage behind you can't do extreme adventure sport with saying that oh i've got these 100 things to do after i go back yeah because often in extreme adventure sport there is no going back and and you've got to be okay with that uh, you've got to leave your baggage behind uh, you have to finish all your unfinished business and really be okay to go and 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 not that uh, we we go in wanting to die it is just the nature of the business you you do know there are certain risks you do know um it can happen of course you train and train and train you you make sure you have all safety in place but this can happen but you can you can only do it if you love it really badly and you have no baggage yeah and it just constantly it just makes you 
problem solve and makes you push and the one more step it really really is is that it's really all that it's just that one more pedal it's one more step it's it's just that one more thing and you keep pushing the envelope and that's the beauty that's that's so beautiful amazing and i i remember my first uh, the jump from the the, the skydive and uh -huh. when they, I, so it was i th i think the, the the toughest part of the whole thing was signing the declaration that you make you made i uh, i think uh, uh, <laughs> i think going going to, i was in the us going to the site and getting ready and getting the basic training done and everything was probably easiest part the yeah. only thing when they gave me the form to fill that okay wh whom do we contact if something goes wrong and that is probably the toughest part to sign and uh, but i think uh, the eventually what you're talking about i think being a clinical psychologist uh, 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 i think that something helps you uh, conditioning your mind as well uh, if i'm not wrong because that is what teaches you to take care of your mind because mental toughness is something that people take it for granted i think that is one of the biggest thing that we have learned over last one one and a half year has taught us a lot mm -hmm. honestly speaking uh to the whole world what what mental toughness is so being a being a clinical psychologist uh and also promoter of uh, adventure sports adventure beyond barrier uh, activity how much do you work on the mental side of it and whenever the people come and approach you because you are a tedx speaker you are you are uh, what to say in, there is a the whole everything about you is aspirational inspirational motivational the the theme of my channel is uh, aim sports right aspiration inspiration motivation i think everything that you have is about that but what is the aspect of mental toughness or mental development is you actually talk about when you talk to people for the first time um i think it all boils down to that really mm -hmm. like when you're riding 650 kilometers from pune to goa you're cycling 650 kilometers non stop i think halfway through we're questioning ourselves right what am i doing i'm sleepy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I do that I do that while driving from Pune to Goa. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and 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 at at one point even Red Bull doesn't seem to work nothing seems to work but it's really the dialogue that you have with yourself. And we're constantly having this dialogue we're constantly having these thoughts with ourselves. It's what do we tell ourselves? Which is very very important it's the most critical element of all of this our belief our thinking and then going into that state of flow mm -hmm. and you don't get into that state of flow simply just like that it's it's after hours and hours and hours of just just practice but once you go in that state of flow then then you hit, then it just overcome the wall because everybody will hit a wall but to overcome that wall you need to go in that state of flow and that's where magic happens and it's got to do with your mind it's it's just got to do with your mind trust me there are many things that are considered physically impossible mm. scientifically um even even something like um if you if you heard of the um the the 4 minute mile yeah 4 minute mile and for for so long people said it's impossible our anatomy is not meant for it our biology is not meant for it we humans cannot run a mile under 4 minutes 
And then Robert did it. And then as soon as he did it, somebody asked him, how did you do it? He's like, I didn't know. <laughs> and then, and then the, that record got broken uh, immediately in another two, three weeks, it got broken. Then again, it got broken. And now it's a very common thing. Yeah. So what changed? Our bodies didn't change. It was only a mindset that changed, a belief that changed. Mm-hmm. If if you if you technically look at um, uh, scientifically, a brain starts dying the minute you have it, it has lack of oxygen for more than four minutes. Yeah. It's called hypoxia. It literally starts dying yeah. in, in in beyond four minutes of no oxygen to the brain, and yet people have pushed themselves to hold their breath for more than 24 minutes and come out sane with no injury, no nothing to their brain. How is that possible? I mean, you have divers right now who are, uh, so so they're called free divers. Yeah, free divers. Right? They're holding their breath for 22, 23, 24 minutes. Think about it. Yeah. Every scientist will say that's not possible. Every doctor will say you will die doing that. Yeah. Or you look at Wim Hof, um, the, the Dutch guy. He's, he's also known as the Iceman. Yeah. He goes on Everest shirtless and in shorts. And there's no, and there's no hypothermia to him. There's no hypothermia. Now, technically, he should, he should just die, right? In, in under a couple of minutes, he should, hypothermia should set in and he should die. Forget him climbing. He's running about the place. <laughs> yes. So really sport and, and all of this is really about pushing that. It's really about pushing what um, are considered to be limits, but the limits are only in your mind. Yeah. If you can imagine it, if you can think about it, you can train yourself, you can push yourself to do it. Yes. But it is easier said than done, right? So uh, are there any are, are there any small hacks uh, that people can actually just uh, consider? Uh, it's what 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 does that mean? Just small hacks. Practice. I know there are no there are no shortcuts in life, but I'm just practice. saying that <laughs> practice, practice, practice. <laughs> and, yeah. and to not quit, to not give up. Right. It's not easy. It's really not easy. And interestingly, you might get to 50% quite easily. You might even get to 75%, 80%. It is that last 20%, which is the tough part. Yeah. The last mile is always the toughest one. It is. But and yes. most people quit there. So the only difference between ordinary and extraordinary people is that extraordinary people hang in there five minutes longer when others have quit. Yeah. That's it. So it's just about hanging in there and keeping at it and not quitting. That's it. If I had quit one day before, one day, seven years consistently, I tried looking for instructors, right? Imagine if I had quit one day before that I'll never find an instructor. Would I have found my instructor? Yeah. I just kept at it. Yeah. Just being, just being persistent, I think, in the whole thing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, so the venture, uh, uh, just last couple of questions. Uh, the one question I have is, uh, you spoke about your dream for uh, 
adventure beyond barrier foundation is you don't want anybody to be left behind i think that is one of the biggest dream that you have uh but for pers as as an individual what is that you are aiming for as an adventure that you really want to make it happen oh the many <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> there are so many mountains to climb sin <laughs> yes i can understand you yeah. but quickly to you know what i'm working on currently and uh again it takes sometimes it takes years to get to it but but i'm working on uh, one i'm uh, working on doing the solo skydive um the two uh i'm i'm dreaming of uh, cycling around the world um just to promote include disability inclusion but also to cycle around the world uh would be an interesting adventure uh self supported no nobody in the car behind me and all of that just entirely self supported um, that would be an interesting adventure to have so uh, yeah there are many oh wow and i we wish that all those all those adventure come true for you and uh, you become you already been a, a a person to look up to and i think you it's it's a keep the legacy behind and uh, make sure that nobody leaves nobody is left behind i think that is going to be so amazing like uh, so while we're talking about all the all the positive things uh, and the good things from this uh, i'm sure there are a lot of challenge that you face uh, while running adventure beyond barriers so uh, probably from the uh, accessibility perspective or all those things so what are the typical challenge that you feel uh, seen and actually have improved over here so we want to give up obviously want to give a positive spin to uh, the probably a bad situation but still at least you have seen the the growth happening in last 6 to 7 years uh, some way something has happened what are those the biggest challenges that you come across while running this so honestly the the real biggest challenges adventure sport is expensive mm-hmm. and there's no funding spot in india there's no fund no funding okay. for sports uh and then you have people with disability and you ask them for fun. i mean you ask people to sponsor people with disability they say are but ye to anda hai what will he do climbing a mountain what do, what what will he get yeah i'm like have you gone climbed a mountain if you haven't you wouldn't know hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh so so that's so many of our donors you know so many of the quote unquote uh csr had say this that uh, no no you should do skilling you should do vocational you know employment you should do um, education all are important i'm not saying no but what's most important what's most important is mindset what's more, most important is their yeah will to not quit their their their, their will most important is their personality and if they learn that they can do anything in in this world that there's no challenge that they can't overcome no matter how much the world is conditioned then imagine what kind of a different person will come out at the end of 10 days correct and then figure out then they will figure out how to overcome all kinds of challenges because the application of this to your real life is very big mm-hmm. if i've learned to survive in the wild i can easily survive in the city so the biggest challenge really honestly is funding which is one uh, two in india especially we don't have any adaptive equipment so it has to be imported uh, we we like simple we don't we still don't have tandem cycle manufacturers in india we still have to import them and it's a headache to get the parts 
to get the cycles, to maintain them, because they are no, not locally manufactured. Right. So, so adaptive equipment is, is number two. Number three is uh, we, we have to spend a lot of time training instructors to deal with disability because there are 21 categories of disability. Each one has special accommodations that are required. Okay. And instructors in adventure sport have never really worked with somebody with a disability. Whereas all our instructors now are certified to work with disability. And we want to increase that pool. We want to increase that ecosystem such that no matter where the person is, if they're into adventure sport, we want to train them such that they can say yes to people with disability and do it with all safety in mind. Because often in India, uh, if you go to like, say, you go to Manali, right? They do gliding there. But if you see the safety specs there, it's pathetic. So they will say yes, because you're giving them 5,000 bucks for that ride. But the safety is not there. So similarly, somebody, somebody who's running a, a for-profit outfit will say yes to somebody with a disability, but not know anything about what accommodations, what safety, how do you manage somebody with disability? What are the special things that go into it? And we want to train them because it's easily doable. It's not rocket science. So these are the three main challenges. Um, and there is no place for adventure sport in this country. Um, we want to create a model space uh, here in Pune where everybody and anybody can come from all over the country or the world to come and experience a model center, a model adventure center. So, so and, that's that's a big challenge, and that's a big, big yeah. And 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 just to help with the challenges beyond the CSR houses or uh, funding houses, what kind of partnership that uh, will really help adventure beyond barriers uh, to to uh, what to say reach the dream that you have, or at least uh, uh, have the journey with you? What kind of partnership that you actually strive for? The very first thing Sid I say is come and experience. Just come and play together. Right everything else will happen organically mm -hmm. but come and experience just spend a day spend a couple of days um, and and not only will you help somebody else you'll also help yourself you will go back a changed person mm -hmm. you go back with way more gratitude with way more uh, emotions of the, you, you go back a changed person with the fact that you now have it in you to change this world. Right. Because that's another thing that we all think, I'm, I'm just alone, what can I do? Yeah. We feel helpless to make a difference. We feel, what can I do within what I'm doing? I can't start an NGO. But after this, you will see at least 10 different ways you can make a positive impact on this world, on the lives of many, yeah. in doing what you're doing. You don't have to change what you're doing. You continue to do what you're doing, but within that, I'm sure you'll find 10 different ways. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, Divanshu, I think uh, there's so many things to talk with you and uh, <laughs> I think get get inspired about. And, and as, as you just mentioned to me, uh, it's not about getting the hint, but I really want to spend one day uh, at, at the center uh, on one of the tours uh, and I want to come and experience the whole thing myself. And uh, it is, it's for the love, it's it, for me, it is for the love for the sport yeah. and being, uh, and towards the conscious living that we actually, uh, we, we are just getting carried away by 
other things but i think the conscious living is something that we need to have and i want to spend that uh, one day soon uh, and uh, hope everything uh, everything falls in place for us to uh, spend that day and uh, talk out of many things uh, informally as well beyond the zoom call uh, but just on on the on the on the last note uh, what is the message that you have for all the viewers and listeners that we have uh, we mainly get uh, people from the sporting industry a lot of kids are watching this a mm-hmm. uh, lot of people in the sports management industry who are working towards the career in sports they are watching this uh, what is the message that you have for them so while this entire conversation um, we were talking about persons with and without disability right and and often then i if i'm a person who who doesn't have a disability i tend to think this is for somebody else yeah. or this is another community but here is something that i have realized through my years that there are only two kinds of people there are people with disability and people who haven't found out about their disability yet wow so it's not it's it's for me today yes but it's a world you will create for yourself tomorrow because you're going to need the same things tomorrow so this is a world for all of us uh imagine a world uh that you get to create for yourself so that nobody is left behind so the invitation is just come and experience and participate and go back and make a difference in this world um let us let us really what you said you know conscious living let us start thinking conscious consciously about how we can make a positive impact in doing what we do and lead a life of purpose yes i think of Uh, yeah it 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 was a very impactful statement the first statement i think it just was pretty impactful it's uh, and i i it it means a lot uh, it's about the people who have found out the disability and people who have not found out about the disability i think it, it means a lot a lot of a lot to learn from that one statement uh, rebanchu i think uh, one of the f- amazing chats on my channel as uh, i have spoken to almost 90 odd interviews on my channel but this is probably one of the special one uh, uh, for me and not because uh, we are talking about adventure sports something or we are or, or we are talking about the differently abled and those kind of thing it's about just a way to lead life uh, it is uh, what the consciousness and conscious living is all about it's not only for us i think making a place a better place for our next generations to come in i think that is something is something required and uh, in the current world of people uh, going away because of social distancing people are going away i think uh, they need to be connected at different level to make sure the we human stays human i think wonderful talking to you rivanshu i think uh, uh, probably one of the best 45 minutes uh, spent uh, for me and i'm looking forward to spending the whole day uh, at the center soon hello many more yes. thank you so much for this opportunity thank you sir be safe to, yes to many more thank you and uh, be safe and talk to you soon yeah right thank you for watching thank you for liking and thank you for sharing but please do subscribe to our channel sports c says help us spread the word about sports c we go with the same handle sports c says across all the social media platforms Thank you.